The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Adam, you started recording just a few seconds too late there. Lincoln was ugly. <laughs> hmm? Abraham Lincoln was ugly. <laughs> yes. Ugly president. Yes, he but he was a cool president. That's a good That's a movie, good by the way. If you guys haven't seen... Uh, wow, I'm echoing. If you guys haven't seen uh, Lincoln, that was a pretty impressive piece of cinema, I thought. Yeah, I what definitely want to see days? it. It's very, it's very slow, but it's still entertaining. But there's, it's, it's one of those where you really... It's mostly dialogue, which was great for me. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot to uh, it's dense dialogue. Not one of those movies where you can just sort of shut your mind off and it ain't no Fast and the Furious. Yes, I said it. <laughs> Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's hello, hello statesman. Excellent state. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, a president, kick-ass, leader, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Hom- homely guy. Holy crap. <laughs> sure. Yep. I have no idea why I started what with this? that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was freaking myself. I have no freaking idea. came out of nowhere. came completely out of nowhere. I assumed you were looking at his image. I I don't know. I must have been. I I, I think. I I know where it came from. The fuck is going on? <laughs> Sorry. It's Eric on his his private jet. I'm on my private jet. Yeah. I'm... The combination He's... private jet, dishwasher, <laughs> exhaust fan, and jet. <laughs> it's the AC. That is on because oh. it's like eighty degrees outside. So, oh crap! Yeah, you know, like I was, I was telling Mark and Andros, I I realized I was running late and I had some minor chores I had to do, namely taking care of the dog. And so I thought rather than make myself even later, I would just connect and get them done. So you're hearing me putter around the house, and I apologize if you want. I can, like I said, muting on this thing is kind of a pain in the ass. Well, rather than go through the pain in the ass of muting, it would be much better if you actually narrated oh, the actions as you proceed so that we can and, <laughs> and say, and now this is the sound of feeding well, 10 uh, pounds of grapefruit. If he's going to do that, uh-huh. if, if he's going to do that, knowing what a, 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 a voice talent blind geek is, is your Morgan Freeman? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Wow, put me on the spot. I don't think I've ever tried to do Morgan Freeman. Hang on. <laughs> now, this is the sound of putting toilet paper 
on a toilet paper dispenser. My Morgan Freeman sucks. I'll be the first to admit. I need to, uh, I need yeah. to get better. Uh, yeah, well, you know. I need sorry. to. <laughs> it does. No, I, I freely admit. Uh, <laughs> I've never tried to perfect it. I'll, I'll uh, have to work on that. <laughs> Let's see. Now I'm getting water for the dog. Dog will appreciate that. Yes, he will. In the 80 degree heat. This is very educational. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Zeke. Come here. Here you go. Hey, Zeke. Release. Or not. Do you not want your water? I don't have time to stand here. Drink your water. I guess he'll get back to it. No, he 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 doesn't get to it. I just it's kind of a there you go, good boy. It's a drink now or forever hold your peas, your pee. <laughs> he pretty much has to do everything you tell him to do when you tell him to do, huh? Well, he doesn't have to drink. I mean, if he doesn't want the water, he doesn't. Oh yeah, that's he, not what I meant. But yeah, but, but yeah, he's on a schedule, so it's like okay, drink it because I need to know. At the risk of getting gross, I'm responsible for what's going in and what's coming out. So I kind of have to know around when to take him out. And the best way to do that is to monitor when he drinks his water and such. Good boy. That makes sense. Yep. And then I'm going to get him a bone to munch on while we're Skyping so he's not bothering me and then i can go back to the computer and get i am unfortunately i i was i am woefully unprepared because i i was under the weather for most of the day today thankfully it cleared up uh, but i spent most of the day in recuperating mode however I shall not let that deter me, because Edison wouldn't, and by God, this is Edison Force. Is that a segue? I am walking through the gym and opening the fridge. From which I withdraw... A bag with a beef rib bone inside. Here you go, Zeke. There you go. Good boy. Okay. It's the last of my pre-game. Whoa, crap. Just let us know if we should call 911. <laughs> no. Uh, 
No, nothing serious. There was a chair with a box, like a cardboard box sitting on it, so it's not pushed all the way in, and I discovered that, or re remembered that the hard way. You want the door shut? Okay. Okay. All right. Walk amongst yourselves. I'm going to get your characters ready to put in the... Oh, I can't. Excellent. Okay. And just today, I got a really cool piece of feedback. I think, I think he only said it me. So I'm going to go ahead and forward it on to, uh, to Anim, if I can find it here. Yep, there we go. Well, you could send it, you know, send it uh, the same way to everybody. And oh, if you, okay. If you already have it. Um, well, I didn't know if, I didn't know I'm, the feedback I'm, if you put it in the mumble window or what you normally do there, so. Well, I'll do that with the other piece of feedback, but, um, I enthusiastically nominate you to read this one. <laughs> oh, that just feels oddly self-serving. <laughs> no, this is, this is, uh, alright. So, alright, well, at least here, we're pad open to in, this. In, here in, 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 in Louisville, there is a, a Thomas Edison house, because apparently he, he lived here for a short time. Oh, wow. Yeah. God, I grew up in New Jersey, and I have yet to visit the Edison Labs in Menlo Park, ever. Not even as a Cub Scout. And I thought that was like a prerequisite yeah. for being a Cub Scout in New Jersey. You had to have gone <laughs> to the Edison Labs. I guess I was out that day or something. Kind of too bad. Everyone else did it but you. They just That's didn't, right. Didn't, they didn't like you, so they didn't take you with. They didn't I, let you know about it. I didn't go to the Edison lab. I've yet to be to this. I haven't visited the Statue of Liberty. I'm just, uh, what an awful, awful human being for New, for New Jersey. Wow. I know. I don't know terrible. if I can talk to you anymore. <laughs> 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 WordPad. Will WordPad open it? No, it won't. Look for an app in the store. No, I'm not going to buy a freaking app from you. For opening up a PDF. <laughs> I hate you, Microsoft, so much. <laughs> Acrobat. Find it. Mofo. Oh. No items match your search. That's nice. What the hell? That's nice. <laughs> I guess you got to go down to Adobe, and I guess they really want you using there. Yeah, they want they want me using the Microsoft PDF. Like, we Microsoft. paid for the rights to put we this thing together, so you're going to use it, damn it. Wonder what dope what Adobe did to piss Microsoft off because it used to be it came standard on there. Yeah, I don't. I, they either did something to piss them off or took a truckload of money from them. Yeah, to uh, let them go ahead and build something into their uh, operating system that wouldn't work. <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise. Yeah. That's nice. And then they wonder why they're going down in flames rather hardcore. It doesn't, uh, I mean, it, it, it opens the document. It just doesn't show anything on any of the pages. 
That's like, thank well, you. What do you want from us? We, you can open PDFs with our <laughs> <laughs> We'd, oh man! Microsoft say, Windows you know, Nine. You can open, open PDF. PDF files. Sent to allegedly. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Speaking of, I'm going to use that, Google that, Chrome. There we go. There Look go. at that. Google Chrome will open the PDF. Excellent. Again. Wow. That's this. This is true. It has a built-in reader. Very nice. Forgot about that. I wish I'd thought of that before, but, you know, hey, it's a good thing to find out. Now that I know I can open it, I'm going to close it and never look at it again. Yeah. <laughs> right. Other things that, that, that don't work briefly. If you're in, looking into into set-top boxes and that, got a, uh, a your Neo TV recently, and it, it is... It is it isn't that it doesn't work, but it's very choppy, and there are, there's a lot of issues like that with it. And if I had choice between that and a, another Roku, again, I would go with the Roku. Definitely. There you go. It still serves pretty well for what it is, but I mean, I'm not in a rush to go take it back to the store and that, because it works at least that well, but... It does have its little hang-ups. Good to know. Hmm. Oh, I've got another pro of tip. Course. <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry. you want to finish yours first? I was just going to, just going to just say that, then again, the networking on, on burned out after for one year, so... Ah. Anyway... Yes. Anyway, um, our thing is, today, our excitement was the um, our Nintendo Wii seems to have died, and I called to Ooh. find out. I called to find out what the prospects were for fixing it, and the very helpful repair person on the other side says, "Have you tried unplugging it from the wall for about half an hour and then plugging it back in?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> be, wow! Be, because the. Um, the line going from the wall to the unit has a built-in surge protector. <laughs> mm -hmm. So when it detects a surge, it flip, flips the breaker, and when it's disconnected from the power for a little while, it reconnects. <laughs> Did you try turning it off and turning it back on again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's effectively what we did, isn't it? Wow. Oh, speaking of... Star Trek, which is what your you have Scotsman that reminded me of. I was uh, trying badly to, to reference the IT crowd, but that's okay. Uh, well, made me think of Mr. Scott. Good. Uh, there's a there's a, uh, there's a new. Uh, I guess it can be called fan made, although it's a pretty high profile fan base. Uh, they've got a new Star Trek series in the works called Star Trek Continues. And uh, which can be found at StarTrekContinues.com. And it's, I, I've not really been a fan of the stuff I've, like, a lot of people like the Phase 2 stuff. I, but this really captures the tone of the original series very well. A lot of the actors, I thought, uh, do a pretty good job. They don't, I guess, 
from what I've heard, they don't look much like the uh, their EV counterparts, but they certainly, if they don't vocally sound like them, they definitely get the inflections and the tone of the characters right. And uh, I thought it was pretty cool, because especially the guy that does Scotty is James Doohan's son. And the, oh. it, it, the <laughs> vocal wow. resemblance is amazing. I mean, oh. Oh. I wouldn't say it's dead on, but it's sure, I mean, it's kind of... It, the guy you listen did, to him and go, the guy wow. The Shaun of the Dead is James Doohan's son? No, 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 not, no. That's from the new movies that are coming. That's no, I, I, oh, I, th- I thought he was the guy who did Shaun of the Dead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, this is a this is not the J.J. Uh, Abrams movies he's talking about. No, this no, is no, a, a oh, fan oh, series. Oh, the other thing. Yeah. I haven't seen that then. No. Um, and so you got James Doohan's son doing Scotty. You've got Grant Imahara from Mythbusters uh, portraying Sulu. And there's a guy whose name escapes me because I'm not familiar with Japanese animation, but I guess he does a lot of voices in anime, and he's playing Kirk. And he doesn't, again, he doesn't actually sound like Shatner, but he's definitely got Shatner's delivery. And when I say Shatner's delivery, I don't mean, like, the obvious Shatnerisms that everyone <laughs> imitates. I mean, when he does it, doesn't he has... Have his, he doesn't have his idiosyncrasies and in, in, in inflections. <laughs> he... He does, I mean, it's very subtle. He, he has, he, he really does, um, he does Kirk very well as opposed to doing Shatner, if that makes any sense. He, he yeah. kind of, like there's a line where he says, uh, that's a lot of unknowns, I'd want some answers. And the way he says it, you can totally hear, even though his voice doesn't sound like Shatner, you can totally hear Shatner in there saying it in <laughs> Kirk's style. So it's kind of cool. <laughs> Um, and then Marina Sirtis does the computer voice. So I don't know who's funding this thing, but they must have had a pretty good, some pretty good bank. Because huh. the first episode, and this is actually what kind of intrigued me to check it out. Well, that and and uh, Grant Imahara playing Sulu. The first episode is a, is a sequel to Who Mourns for Adonai. And they got huh. the guy who played Apollo to reprise his role. Holy crap. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So where I, is it? Where is this? this after we get off of here tonight? Uh, Star Trek Continues dot com. So that's my I practice with this slide my... with the slide whistle to do a a like bosun's whistle kind of <laughs> thing with it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that wasn't the slide whistle. That was that was me. Oh. <laughs> oh man. And also, I've been listening to. I finally broke down and subscribed to the mission logs. Podcast. Oh, mm-hmm. did you hear? Do you hear any of those? Yeah, I've heard a bunch of them. I got hooked. I'm really digging it. Um, Me too. Almost always, completely disagree with Ken. 
<laughs> is she the one that like wanted everybody to stay on? Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know their names. <laughs> I didn't differentiate between he's, their names yet. He's the one who felt like Kirk had no business destroying the way of life on uh, the. I want to say Omicron City Three, the, the this side of Paradise Planet. Right. Right. Yeah. That he's the one who was like, oh, they were happy. I I hope we get to a time where we don't feel like we have to grow. We just can be happy. And I'm thinking, I don't understand that. <laughs> that sounds incredibly yeah. boring. <laughs> yeah, he he pretty much has decided that James T. Kirk is the very <laughs> yeah. in the Star Trek universe. He is the very first incarnation of the Borg. <laughs> <laughs> you will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. That's right. I like when he said uh, James Kirk is not happy. James Kirk can't be happy, and if can't if James Kirk can't be happy, then by God, neither is anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> he he uh, did he he represented he represented the man. He represented like. You know the old the old expression "stick it to the man," um, power to the people, and all the rest of that uh, that stuff. Yeah. Like the people against the establishment. He he was the establishment character. It's like your role in this society is to get up to the alarm, work, consume, die. But, <laughs> but I agree with this. I agree with the message, though. I don't think we as a species are meant to just stagnate like that. I mean, that was the whole thing that I thought was so... I mean, it was an interesting discussion they have. If you, if you, but, yeah. I mean, I agree with what Kirk does in those episodes. Overthrow the damn computer thing or the spores because they're not doing anything. You know, they're just sort of existing and... But they're not striving for anything better and that's what we've always as a species been about this this is a this is a a, a question and a, a duality that has existed for about seven <laughs> to ten thousand years and it's not going anywhere anytime soon it's not going any, away any anytime <laughs> soon what what uh, what kirk would do if he had come across um Homo sapiens, say, 20,000 years ago, would be it's like, these people aren't progressing, they're just stagnant. But Homo sapiens are like 130,000 years old, and for all 130,000 years, with the exception of the past, like, I don't know, 10, 12,000, pushing it, um, <laughs> they were existing quite happily, uh, maybe not living, maybe not... Uh, uh, living as complex lives as we do now, but they were hunter-gatherers. We were hunter-gatherers. And he would have looked upon that as stagnation. These people aren't progressing. They're not doing anything. They're not going anywhere. They're not producing so that others can consume. They're not making me any money. <laughs> so the plow comes along, we get an abundance of food, we get a surplus of population, and then suddenly we get specialization but and obviously a stratification they of uh, society. Obviously, they weren't that happy because eventually those 
obviously generations removed, but those same Homo sapiens eventually did come up with the plow and did come up with things to make things better. So, uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody it, came along and said, "Look what happens if we do this," and it's like all yeah. of a sudden there's there's lots and lots of food. They don't have to worry I, about the winter. And then a whole new set of problems come along. Exactly, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know what that happened to the broke, other. And the end of it all is a broken Wii. <laughs> Very sad. It's sad. See what happens. And Windows Eight. And arguments about. Uh, and arguments about. Yeah, Windows Eight. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they they do uh, they they do it justice. They at least they take the conversation seriously. They examine. You know, it's not flippant and just no. uh, uh, tongue-in-cheek just for fun. Uh, look at this nostalgic little piece of whatever. They actually discuss the uh, all the aspects of the shows, which I thought yeah. was good. If you're gonna do and one it, thing do I it. haven't heard them say, but I think is, I think it says something about the show that it that it gets you to ask these questions. And I'm not convinced completely that in having Kirk do what he does the show is saying this is the only right answer. I think that they have to have an answer to end the story. But the fact is, they bring up these questions that people can have bar fights over and uh, <laughs> and uh, get into arguments and, and stuff. So, and, it, and here we are arguing about the questions 50, almost 50 years after the fact. That's the pretty other, impressive. It is impressive. The other thing to consider about it is while while they're looking at it and taking it as a product of its time, um, they, they also have to hold a mirror up to themselves and realize that the kinds of discussions that they're having in this podcast would never have taken place uh, even a year, uh, a week, a month, a, a year after the the episode broadcast. Hmm. Because of the because of the attitudes and the and the the social mores and and whatever the world view the cultural view of the United States and the world yeah. in general in nineteen sixty six seven and eight so you know they've got the the benefit of a uh, uh, of of uh, forty forty five to uh, to fifty years having passed to go yeah. back and talk about these things. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm glad to hear you. You checked some of them out because they're, yeah, they're worth it. They're <laughs> the interesting when they get into the third season. That's all I have to say. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting <laughs> wow. for that too. Yeah. I'm waiting for that too. <laughs> I, I mean, if this guy, if uh, I guess it's Ken, if uh, if Miri really made him barf and he hated it. Uh, I actually <laughs> like that episode. I haven't heard their take on. It. I know they hated it. I haven't heard that actual episode yet. So I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, well, but I, know I, I actually kind of like. Yeah, I think they both did. They both pretty okay. much thought it was a pile of crap. So, <laughs> which whatever you know. In in other in other uh, uh, pop culture news, wait a minute. Wait a what? minute. Andros. What? what? Andros. Yes. When you plug it back in, did it work again? Yes. Thank you. I knew we were leaving a tail off of something. <laughs> <laughs> we're starting to tell us about what happened with the Wii, and all of a sudden we just went like, boing, 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 boing. I know. I'm sorry. We thought we broke our Wii. <laughs> well, well, that's that's not a that's not a trivial thing. 
And the Wii was okay. It's not a cheap piece of equipment, and it sucks when anything like that breaks. And and the way we watch TV now, that's actually our main interface to watch TV on. Because you hook it up, and you can watch um, Netflix and uh, Hulu on it. Right, yeah. And and they, Mm -hmm. they they just added another thing where you can watch YouTube on it, too. Oh, sweet. Yep. And they've got Amazon. Who needs cable anymore? That's right. I only have it for the computer. Yeah, I I turned off the regular cable. Alright, I'm sorry. Something was nagging at the back of my head. I was like, there's something unfinished here. There was something began this stream of conversation. What was it? And why am I having got this nagging, uh, open ended thing here going on in my head? I'm sorry, I left that implied, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I I didn't know that it actually worked. Uh, yeah, it does in fact seem to work, so that's wonderful. That's why I was, you know, after that with the Star Trek uh, discussion, I kind of had this image of, of Scotty on the phone talking to somebody about why their computer is not working. And, you know, and he's like, did you check to make sure it's plugged in? Thank you. <laughs> Are you sure you've got some antimatter left? <laughs> did you try shoving a wiener in the warp drive? <laughs> all right. Cotton, we're all out of mustard. <laughs> yeah, I love. Oh God! I remember where that's from? Is that from Saturday Night Live or something? Oh, it's from. Uh, I think it's of all people. I think it was Bobby Boris and some other people who did that. Uh, huh. uh, it was the Doctor Demento routine, right? Yeah, yeah. They played. He played it quite a bit. That's how. That's how I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> So what oh, is man. this? I, what is this I hear about? Matt Smith is stepping down or not going to be the doctor. Christmas. Christmas. Wow. Well, there's already all the there's already all of the speculation and the and the you should cast these peoples and it's all <laughs> wow. But you know we'll. Would a lot of the people that they've been naming actually take this job, you know, considering that they've got actual movie careers and stuff? <laughs> so. Seven just can't get a damn break. <laughs> swear to God. Hmm? Those poor people. Cubicle Seven, they just can't get a break. They finally get the Matt Smith thing out. Oh, already. right. And then, so, oh, sorted God, out. And now, now we're going to have to get another edition well, now. Actually, they're on a, ro- a role right now where they are, are are doing the individual books for each doctor, so that may give them some some like cushion. Yeah, I may have to pick those up. I I just ah, it's I, I'm torn because I I don't yeah. have anybody. I don't know if the MTM actually probably would now that I think of it. If I ask them, um, and because because we have the Doctor Who game that you're. Which I personally would to other shot at well, some I point. Probably reset actually because that one was kind of not was kind of clunking on my side for various reasons too. So yeah, and I want to make a. Re- and, and I know that we all had. Sorry. So I mean, so, I mean it, it, it is something I definitely want to to come back to because I've gotten a bunch of other books for it now, and I, I'll probably pick up those two. The eighth Doctor book ought to be really short, you know. Uh, um, yeah. Unless they make a bunch of stuff up, but 
Well, actually, wait. The Oh, yeah, the Paul McGann one. I thought for a second. I forgot. The one I was thinking you meant was the right. sixth doctor, which I was going to say they've got. Well, actually, Paul McGann, too. Oh, no. Uh, be, it, won't, it won't be a shortage oh, well, no, you, because they've you got all the big like three stuff. Well, can they use that stuff in those books, though? Uh, That's something I, that I'm wondering. I don't know. I think... Because I've seen the, the table of contents for the first Doctor book, and it's pretty much just the TV series stuff. So, and I, and I haven't seen them use any of the big Finnish stuff in any of the other stuff. In any of the other books. Well, the it big may just be the straight BBC. Stuff. But the big Finnish stuff is mainly the, well, now the fourth Doctor a little bit, but it's mainly the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth Doctors, so you probably wouldn't see... I mean, you might be right. They may not be able to it, use it, but it wouldn't come into play really until those Doctor books. Until I get to that point. Yeah. If if you're right and they can't, that is going to be a very short book. So, well, they'll probably just have the have the the, the Doctor's eight through nine book because it it isn't like Echo Echo was around for very long either. That's true. And he doesn't have big finish to fall back on. Right. Out, out of curiosity, Mr. K, who would you cast as the next one? You know, I don't care who they cast as long as it's someone good, because I've been hearing a, 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 a lot of people talking, talking of about, let's go for a, a, a non-white person this time, and maybe even non-male. I would love that. I think that would be cool. It would be interesting. Yeah. Um... Will Wheaton, I know, seems to think that Choital Edgia Four has a kind of a a a leg up on it, but he's got a, a pretty good movie career starting to go now. So who knows there? I've heard people talking about uh, about like Helen Mirren and Idris Elba and a bunch of people like that. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is know. the Doctor. I mean, oh, that's... dear Lord, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that would be something. <laughs> Dear Lord, no. <laughs> what I think would, would be really fun would would be to to do something crazy like casting John Barrowman and having him use his like actual voice, his actual accent as the like Doctor, and, and then have Captain Jack come back in and using his um, uh, American accent and the like like that, and and I then I'm. Kind of crazy like that. So I think I think John. Wait a minute. I think John. His accent is his actual accent is the American accent. Yeah. I, yeah. On the, well, unless he keeps the accent up the tracks that he's in huh. on the DVDs, because he's definitely the commentary tracks. Could could be. I don't know. Which I would, I, I would think that would be a little weird. I mean, I realize you know you get into the character you play, but good God! Well, hell, as long as somebody wants to do their native accent, if you Laurie isn't too tired, I wonder if he'd be too old to be a doctor. Uh, who, who knows? Yeah, if they're if, if they're keeping it, the doctor young, well, you can't. I mean, if you get much younger, there's going to be. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, they, and I know. That yeah, there they, you go. That was trans- Thank you. I know that they they they, they want to keep the the doctor relatively the, the the doctor actor relatively young because they want to they want the doctor to be able to to take part in more action stuff as opposed to the 
like the first, second, third, where I'll just sit here and you all run around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and the hardest thing I'll have to do is like Especially fall down. Especially the first. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just want to see if they can get a doctor to stay past for more than four years. Come on, people. Somebody, Tom, somebody needs to decide they're going to break Tom Baker's record. Come on. Well, he was it for seven years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I, if I was an actor and I was going to be able to play the doctor, I would be like, this is going to be my new goal, just because. You know, why do you climb out? Because it's there. Why do you want to be on be doctor, be the doctor longer than Tom Baker? Because somebody's got to do it, damn it. And it might as well be me. Well, yeah, I think... These mm-hmm. people have some silly note, have other <laughs> career goals. Yeah. Yeah, ask like, Denise Crosswell that movie. <laughs> David Caruso. Yeah. Well, at least he had uh, CSI Miami for 10 seasons or whatever. After a very long time. This is true. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> it took him a long time to get that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. It's nearly eight. eight it's like eight, eight o'clock. Are we playing in the game? Yeah. No. <laughs> who the hell knows? That's right. Let's, uh, <laughs> uh, Blind geek. If you if you want to go ahead and uh, read the feedback that you got, um, I'll. Uh, we can load up. Uh, <sighs> afterwards, we can load up the uh, the other piece and then we can get started. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, come on, I already told you I don't want to update right now. Stop asking me. Uh, not now, again. Okay, where is it? Yeah, this is from... Uh, yeah, that's, I wanted to make sure I got his name right. This is from Mark, and I'm going to read this as best I can with my thing. Uh, he says... He says, what the hell, man? I just listened to... Gutter Skype's 100. You have no business doing that so damn well. Look at what you've done. Here, I wasn't supposed to send you any fan mail until I finally started listening to Monkeys Took My Jetpack. And you go and do this. As I you go and do a wonderful find... song and force my hand. Huh? As I busily try and find uh, Gutter Skype's to find out which one was 100. <laughs> <laughs> You know, some podcasts make a big deal of their hundredth. <laughs> he, he says, you go and do a wonderful source my hand. I had to write you now. I hope you're happy. <laughs> says, I hope you're happy. You made me do this. Twisted his arm behind his back. That's right. Held a gun to his head. Uh, and he says... I expect another song for MTMJ 100 or Gutter Skype's 200. Oh, and Gutter Skype's 200. Of course. The song that you did. That was our nostalgia episode. Yeah. Ah, and the gift piece that you did. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a link to it in the thing. Present from yeah. Blind, Blind Geek, Clean Stereo Original. Oh. And he says, he says, I expect another song for, for MTMJ100 and Gutter Skype's 200, I hope you know. Maybe with everyone all together. Acapella even. Singing We Are the World. 
<laughs> we are the world. We are the gamers. Uh, he says, "Yeah, that would be good. Make it happen, man." And it's sincerely, Mark. So thank you, Mark. I I did have a blast uh, with Copycat Zero Four Two putting that thing together. That was and, uh, superb work of art. Aw. It was. No, that was, that was, that I, I was speechless. I was sitting there, if you listen to the episode, like <laughs> five freaking minutes after the, the final chord, I'm, you're hearing nothing from Adam. Because I'm sitting here with my jaw open going, holy shit, that was good. Because that was my internal monologue. It might have been nice for me to switch the mic on and go, wow. But, uh, yeah, so, hey, you know. Thank you, thank you, Mark C. Yeah. Um, excellent. Awesome. All right. Oh, now it's my and, turn. And, and thank you, Plain White Tees, for writing a song that was so parodyable. Par so able to be parodied. However Par the hell you say that. Usable. You, you, thank you. There you go. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Thank you. Um... I think we're good to go. I'll just have to open up the document that had the characters in it. <laughs> and, and while you're doing that, let me, let's go back in time from the late 21st century to the late 19th century to discuss very quickly uh, before we move into the early 20th century for our game <laughs> uh, to discuss a quick, uh, again, shall we, to discuss a Kickstarter that I would like to, I don't know if it's going to be Still going on by the time that actually hits the feed, but for you guys, uh, are you guys familiar with Team Morris and Pip Ballantyne's uh, Ministry of Peculiar Occurrences series? Yes. yes. They got a Kickstarter going on to do a, uh, a an anthology and a role-playing game based on that series called the Ministry Initiative, and mm. uh, I'm really hoping it goes through. It's looking, it's they, they, their goal is 20000 uh, and right now, last I checked, I should say, not it could have gone up since a couple of days ago, but it has. Uh, it was at 11,000 and something with about 11 days to go. So um, I'm really hoping that, uh, that people will jump on that and support it because that'd be a cool game. And it's going to be using Fate. Um, of course. Yes. So, so uh, it looks like a a game, and it's by the by the people who did Bulldogs, which uh, is another game that that will be either we or MTMJ will be playing one of these days because it's a mm -hmm. game. Um, so, and it's another it's another fate game, kind of uh, Firefly, but with uh, but with if Firefly took place. In the Star Wars universe, that's kind of what it's like. In that there are, are any number of different aliens and things like that that you can come across. It's not just human uh, characters. Uh, when, when you said bulldogs, I thought you meant dog, the role-playing game. No, uh, although I like that one too. <laughs> All 
for people who don't know that reference to um, Knights of the Dinner Table. All right. But it is an actual game. I, I, well. I wouldn't be surprised if someone didn't do that, yeah. They, they did. I have it. Really, it's cool. Um, yeah, you, you play dogs, and it's a D100 system game. Looks pretty cool. I got that about the same time I got John Wick's. They're completely, completely different games, different styles of game. But, uh, I actually bought the first edition of Hackmaster, just, just because. <laughs> so did I. So did I. And I'm down to 1d20, because I had two in my hands, start of this conversation, start of this evening, put one down somewhere, or dropped it, or it's under the seat cushion of the chair, who knows where it is, I had to be a wise ass, and roll a d20, now that I have, it's gone forever. Okay. Grateful, time, sorry. Time to go to Amazon. Time to go to Amazon. Clearly, you have to buy more dice, yes. Yes. Must, must have more dice. I'll have to buy a pound, uh, uh, a two-pound bag of dice so I can get two more D20s. <laughs> because Lord knows that the, the that any Windows 8 app would roll dice for you is probably going to be a bear to work with. <laughs> yeah, it'll give you a blank screen and say, guess what you need to do next. <laughs> roll a die. It's like, um, well, obviously you got to take your mouse cursor and put it up into the upper left-hand corner until you see an icon appear that doesn't particularly a no pictogram of a die. <laughs> then you click that. Oh god! And, and, and don't, I'm not even going to get started. <laughs> not even going to get let's, started. Let's. Here we go. Should we should we roll to see who gets what character, or does anybody have a preference? I particularly, I don't particularly care. Let's see. Tagline, Geronimo. Tagline, one step at a time. Tagline, sky's the limit, boys. Who would play in the movie? Joan Blondell. <laughs> Funny. <clears throat> I don't know who, I need to IMDB that at some point. I don't know who that is. I'm not, uh, I'm not coming up Who's with any name the, either. Who's thinking the, what, 30s, I think? John Blondell, probably. Yeah. Yeah, whichever care who gets character, whichever uh, whichever strikes you fancy. Well, if nobody wants Alice Templeton, I'll play. Uh, I'll play. Um, what is her job, though? Wait a minute. Okay. Pilot. Okay, cool. Pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Unless somebody else. Gonna, why? I thought you were gonna be like, well, if nobody wants to play Alice Templeton, I'll play Hannibal Lee. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, seriously, uh, uh, whatever. Anybody got anybody looking at a character that I want to particularly play? Gosh, I like both of them. And Rose? John Blondell. Yeah. And uh, Hannibal. Oh, hell. <laughs> what, what, what am I doing? Blind Geek, you're GMing. How should we resolve this? What do you want to do? Uh, well, if, if nobody has a preference, then I would say we just roll a 1d20 and uh, 19 or 20 re-rolls. So, um, wait, if we roll a d20, what the wait, hell do you mean? what are you talking about? Great. <laughs> Deciding whose character, <laughs> who gets to play what character. Um, 
You want me to just decide? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I'll go ahead and pick Hannibal Lee. Cool. I'll take Atticus Jacks. I'll take Alice Templeton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yay! I can, <laughs> I can tell a lot of thought went into that choice, Adam. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Who's left? Uh, I'll take the Zen. Ca- <laughs> yeah. I'll take the Zen character. That's just completely white field. It could be anything. <laughs> All right, Edison Force. Welcome the year to- is 1908. The place is Park, New Jersey. Commanded by Miss Alba Edison, this band of Heroes comes together to stop evil genius in the only way mankind knows how. With by kicking its ass and taking its name. That's armed with electric rifles and piloting such vehicles as the Edison Arrow. These men and occasional women will stop at nothing to thwart the evil side of technological wonder and scientific achievement wherever it rears its head. This is Edison Force. (laughs) In my head, it started out as ragtime and then gradually um, (laughs) transformed. Into a, into a, yeah, it was a very even and slow transformation into a John Philip Sousa march. There you go. And not the Liberty Bell. <laughs> In case anybody was wondering. <laughs> cool. You guys want to read your characters so that the people in podcast land know who the hell these people are? Let me I'm not even sure I know who these people are. <laughs> uh, top to bottom on the page. As a, as a cue. Being a traditional okay, uh, we got, Is there a more extensive write-up or just this character stats? No, just the stats. That's all we got. Oh, okay. So we got Hannibal Lee. Um, he's got a lot of stats. His job is, his job is soldier. Uh, gimmick heightened reflexes, uh, weakness ridiculously heroic. <laughs> uh, skills, yeah. Uh, skills are strategic analysis plus three, brawling plus one. Uh, one thousand and one ways to cook beans plus two. <laughs> <laughs> Tagline is Geronimo. Uh, who would play him in the movie? Chuck Connors. And his signature equipment is the electric rifle. Which has a plus two damage bonus, by the way. Oh, nice. Thank you. You're welcome. You can just picture him tossing the heroin into a pile of garbage and banging the bad guy's head on the hood of a car. <laughs> yeah. In fact, hang on, I got some other info on the electric rifle. Well, you know what? We'll get that out of the way after you guys read the characters. Cause... Can we call it a lightning gun? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> a lightning gun. Why the hell Tesla not? Would be That's so essentially shocked. what it is. 
Sorry. Okay. All right. Atticus Jackson. He's got stats. Job Daredevil. 13. Gimmick. Always lands on his feet. 13. Weakness. Social stigma. 13. Guessing that's at least in in part because this is the early 1900s, and judging by the who was playing in the movie, John Amos, he is black. Um, Amos played the the father on Good Times, if I remember right. Yes, right? you do. Uh, skills: lock picking plus two, tightrope walking plus two, baseball plus one. Two yum yums. Tagline: one step at a time. His signature equipment is an electric motor bicycle with sidecar. Cool. Well, there you go. There you go. Very cool. Yeah, he also was the main, uh, I believe, the main bad guy. There were so many twists toward the end, I'm not entirely sure. But I think he was the main bad guy in Die Hard 2. He was the one that looked like was he was he? a good guy, and then he just he became a bad guy at the end. Um, I mean, else? after to watch that then, but yeah, I think I think he was in that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I know he was in it. It's just a question. I don't know the guy's name but well, uh, there were so he, many twists in that movie yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he played uh admiral fitzwallis in west wing but i think we're looking at a probably younger incarnation than than by that time so yeah anyway just so people in case they haven't watched good times there's a couple other things he was in as well I, I I I could bring up IMDb on Joan Blondell, but I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> Alice Templeton, who has uh, stats as well. <clears throat> uh, her job is pilot. Her gimmick is perfect timing. Her weakness, adrenaline junkie. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Skills, uh, engine mechanics, plus two, forward... Forward fashion plus one, billiards plus one. Uh, tagline: Sky's the limit, boys. And Joan Bondell, as we've said, is who would play in the movie. Signature equipment is a modified Blerio Seven monoplane, or is it Blerio? 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 I can't pronounce. I can't pronounce French or do crossword puzzles. I suck at both. But it's a number seven, whatever that model is, and it's a monoplane. Hmm. Okay. And I hate to do this, but i got to take a quick bio break, so I'll be right back, and we will start. Uh, then we'll, this is actually, and it's probably a good thing based on the time we have left, it's sort of a one-shot encounter as opposed to a one-shot adventure because I didn't want to do what I usually do, which is come up with much than I need and wind up having to make it a two-parter when we're in the middle of Anim's Leopard Women game, so... Well, we shall see. I hear what we'll do is we'll go as far as we get, and if we like this, then uh, we can always come back to it with a full-blown adventure. Uh, I love the thing. Unfortunately, Ian, if you're listening to this, I... <laughs> I apologize, because I'm not very good with the historical... Well, not that this is historically accurate anyway, but still, I would, don't know much about 1908, so a lot of this is just going to be completely off, and you know what? That's just the way it's going to have to be. So, anyway, I'll be right back. It was more than a hundred years right. ago. So, right, if, and 
He's he's gone. Uh, Joan 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 Blondell. I, I pulled up her Wikipedia page. Oh, crap. <laughs> I lived from. Forgotten. I'm using my phone, so I can't from just leave the earbuds. 1906. Lived from 1906 to 1979. It was movies and television for five decades. Damn. He was in. She was in Greece. That's astonishing. Here. Ah, uh, movies here. Da, 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 da. Any particularly well-known movies that jump out at me here? She's obviously a, a historic entertainment figure because the instant I saw the name and read the name out loud, Joan Blondell, I knew this is someone known. I just can't put the face to her. 1941, she was in Tupper Returns. She was in The Cincinnati Kid in 1965. She was in Support Your Local Gunfighter in 1971. She was in Greece in 1978. Those are the, the, the big ones that jumped out at me. She's been in a lot of movies. So her, her, her primary, uh, I guess the Joan Blondell they're talking about that would play this character would be um, the scrappy... Uh, the scrappy tomboyish heroine of the type that, say, um, Marion Ravenwood was in uh, in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, but instead of owning a bar, she's, like like, that. she's a, a pilot who probably has a flight school or a transport service in some exotic land and uh, still drinks the locals under the table and beats the shit out of any... But any uh, hunk that thinks he can get the better of her, as any as any woman should, really. I Pretty mean, much. Uh, hell yeah, I I I I wouldn't even I wouldn't even try I wouldn't even try to drink uh to drink Alice Templeton under the. <laughs> kind of reminds me when I picture her of. And of course, if they had her in mind, they would have picked her as her wapitum. But uh, Barbara Stanwyck comes to mind, kind of in that uh, tough gal kind of motif. I'd absolutely, Barbara Stanwyck over Rita Hayworth. <laughs> Rita Rita Hayworth would uh, would would be the. Um... Rita Hayworth would be the money behind the flight school. Yeah. Who has a love-hate relationship with her, always trying to steal her boyfriends and uh, just being a femme fatale instead of a, a hands-on professional female. What are we talking about? Start <laughs> rolling dice. Who are we up against? Where's 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 uh, Where's the where's the brainiac? Where's that egghead that's always that's playing it. with electricity? <laughs> I'm standing around here cooling my heels. Nobody can make me out. She can get away with it, no sir. <laughs> so okay, so you're in. You're called into Edison's office, and you you uh, you go in there, and, and in walks the big man himself. Um, his weapon is Spencer Tracy. So visualize that if you. If you will, I'm not going to try and imitate the man because I'm just not. Uh, because after my Morgan Freeman impersonation, we all know how well that goes. So, <laughs> uh, 
Um, he says, thank you for coming so promptly. Uh, we have a bit of a situation here, as I'm sure you have gathered from the fact that you've been summoned. Uh, the Singer building seems to be under some kind of uh, some kind of threat here. Uh, we've intercepted this this telephoto. Um, the Singer building, by the way, is the tallest building in uh, in in existence at this time. Uh, if you want to get an idea of what it looks like, go ahead and Google the Singer building. And uh, the first result, among the first results, is uh, a Wikipedia entry and an image of the building. So you can get an idea of what kind of a facility you're dealing with. Because um, I can't give you the direct link because I don't have any way of typing it into Mumble. So, um, anyway, so he says, uh, near as we can tell they uh, someone is threatening to is is threatening to destroy the building and uh, we don't know we don't know why and we can't even find any evident means of destruction although as you can see from this photograph there's a dirigible that's hovering near the building and I'm, the only thing we can think is that must have something to do with it. That, so, uh, well, if it's an airborne threat, Thomas Alva, I'm your girl. I'll just well, fire up the old monoplane. You want to put something, uh, something really nasty on the front end of it that I can pull the trigger on? Threat ended. Well, that's a good idea. We can we can certainly uh, we will outfit you with that, and uh, that's what I like to see. I like to see the go get him attitude. And, oh, uh, it's always a good time with you. It's yeah. always a good time with you, Alva. You all cutie. <laughs> yes, uh, he says rather well. On that on that note, uh, let's time is time is precious, and this needs to be resolved. So. Uh, Get what you need from the lab and uh, be on your way. You can take the electric, the electric train. Can't talk today. The electric. What the hell? Puberty. Stop. Leave me alone. The electric train. <laughs> you, you, he had. There's an electric train system that tunnels under. Uh, that goes to Grand Central Station. And it uses magnetic uh, rails. Or more accurately, it uses a magnetic cushion to go above existing tracks so it can go faster. Faster is good. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's all. You are dismissed. Good luck. Or, well, if you have any questions, if there are no questions, then you are dismissed. Nope, no questions. Can't All think right. of anything. Okay, let's go. All right. Hey. 
Now you already have your uh, equipment that you have on your sheet. Do you want anything else that springs to mind? Like you had said, wanting something to put on the front of the plane. Yeah, if there's a, if there's a blimp or dirigible or some kind of lighter than aircraft uh, uh, in the photo that is not identified and could possibly be a part of the threat, then being able to shoot it down while I'm in the air as as um, uh, behind the throttle would be a good thing. Yes. Otherwise, I'll just pick up an electric handgun. Yeah, yeah, a couple of those uh, of those electric handguns will probably come in the... Okay. I uh, don't need to... I'm not going to make you spend yum-yums for that because they're already available, so go ahead and... Yeah, he can give you and uh, Alice, you can get the handguns. Uh, Lee already has his electric rifle. Do you want a handgun as well, or do you want... Uh, are you happy with your... Wind, your Right. Or are you muted? Hold on, is that me? Um, electric rifle, and yeah, probably a handgun too, sounds good. Okay. Go ahead and add that to your, your uh, list of to your equipment. Like I said, it's a damage bonus of plus two. The handgun only has a single shot. It says the handgun's a stunner. So does that yes. mean the dam damage it does is like subduing damage? That's a very good question. Uh, it doesn't specify, so we'll say yes. Can I have two? Sure. Hey, the motor bicycle that um, Atticus Jackson has has the following stats. Quality, 10. Well, you have the thing, don't you? It's on, it's on page... What page is this? I see it. Okay. I forgot. I'm looking at the at a text document, not the PDF. So I went to look at the page number and went, uh-oh, it's not there. Um, and then let me real quick. Well, I guess we're going to say, that's annoying. It doesn't give the stats for your actual plane in here, and I didn't notice that before. So we're just going to say it's an Edison Flyer uh, and give you those stats, Anim. Um That's cool. That works. Okay, the Edison Flyer, the quality is 11. Scale is 6.
Okay, and actually, it looks like, uh, and I'm sorry, I, I neglected this. It already has weaponry attached to it. Got a firepower of 10. Uh, armor of two. All points are 66. And that's it. Okie dokie. Okay. Yay. Uh, yay. All right. So you take the take the train and we're going to say that there's a station that's real close to the singer building cuz you know it's the tallest building in the world a lot of people work there they'd be stupid not to have a station close to so mm -hmm. uh, so i know it doesn't pay to split up the party but um, I think what Alice and what Alice Templeton would likely do is strap on her, uh, her Rocky, right. Rocky the Squirrel aviator cap <laughs> and go to the, the local uh, airfield closest to Menlo Park and just get herself airborne and go directly to Philadelphia and hell with a with an electric hopper train uh, on its way. They'd likely arrive at roughly the same time. Yep, they would. That's a very good point. I forgot. And yeah, and there you go. Okay. Okay, done so and done. Alice Templeton is in the air uh, in recon mode, awaiting uh, other actions of other people. This she now does. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, do we have some kind of uh, communications gear? Nothing like comlinks, because this is kind of be well, unless uh, it could. You could have some communications gear. Um, I would say. <laughs> Something like a Tesla box from Warehouse 13. Well, it wouldn't be a Tesla box. Tesla's Tesla's that's, dirty. that's right. Yeah. He'd, he'd probably want to punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Tesla, that dirty bastard. We don't talk about him around son here. Son of a bitch. That son of a bitch. I'll kill him. <laughs> Whatever. So there'd be an Edison box. Then. Right, exactly. Yeah, an Edison box, yes. So, uh, yeah, for I would say for... Um, for a yum yum a piece, you can have Edison boxes. We have the number of yum yums that said on those character sheets. Yes, which, yes. which are two for me. I know. Um, two for me and four for random. Yeah, I got four. Uh, wow. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna contribute two then. So I'm taking okay. my yum yums down to two. And uh, I'll spend one for my for me. Okay. So I don't have to spend one right now. Nope. <sighs> okay. So you have, uh, and they are in the they are in the the development stage. So they're a little bit on the staticky side, but they work. Um, big old. <laughs> well, I'd say everything back in 1908 is probably fairly. Fairly bulky. We don't really haven't reached the age of miniaturization. Um. Anyway, about so, the size of a lunchbox. 
<laughs> a little yeah. metal lunchbox that you take to school. Okay. There you go. Uh, okay, so I'm going to say that uh, Alice arrives uh, like a minute or two before the, the train <laughs> does. Uh, when you get there, you see a um, you do see a dirigible that is in, that is circling the building. Um, police are are evacuating the building, so there are are crowds crowds of people who are coming who are watching this, and then there are people leaving the building. Um, and there's a big booming voice coming from uh, somewhere. Um, and it says, "It says uh, you have five minutes to answer. We demand five hundred." thousand dollars or this building will be brought to the ground and here is once again to show how serious we are here is a demonstration of our abilities and you hear this uh, noise that sounds vaguely like a, well, you wouldn't know, well, you would, players would. It sounds like a, a jackhammer. And uh, the building starts to shake, causing people who are still inside the building to, to, uh, you scream and panic and start running every which way and um, now we cut very quickly to you who are getting off the train and getting through the crowds toward the building and you can see, and I don't think, I don't know that you would have seen this from the plane. You can see that there are five metallic figures uh, wandering, marching, or, well, they look like marching. They're walking toward the building as well. Um, and they're moving very clunkily with the sound of, of uh, little bursts of steam and, and uh, loud clunking noises as their, as their joints are moving as they move forward, as they advance. Hannibal, want to have some fun with those metal men? 
I'd love to. Are, are we get are in? We within, are we, yeah. Let's see. Are we within range? Oh, uh, yes. Enough. Okay, well. This is kind of long range. Uh, this is still within range of the electric rifle, I take it? Yes. Okay, so we'll go ahead and take a shot at the rearmost one. Okay. Oh, yeah, it looks like they are carrying some sort of, of uh, handgun-style devices themselves. Of course they are. But they're... But the but the but they're instead of just holding instead of holding them they're like part of their part of their arm. Is that like instead of right hand they have these these guns? Let me get my dice program here. Okay, uh, you're taking a shot at the rearmost one. Yes, my goal is hoping the other two don't notice. The other ones don't notice. Ah. Okay, I'm gonna give this a slight modifier because of the fact that there is such a big crowd, and you're having to to avoid hitting any um, any innocents. So we'll say that's a minus two on your roll, or on your on your total that you're trying to roll under. Okay, and this is based on body. Uh, this is based on this would be based on soldier. On, on oh, soldier, which is a thirteen. Or actually, what is your what is your gimmick? Heightened reflexes. Okay, that wouldn't be that wouldn't apply here. Okay, uh, yeah, so thirteen. Oh, actually, it'd be eleven because of the minus two. I don't suppose this would count as ridiculously heroic, would it? Mm, no, this is pretty well, possibly that's weakness, heroic. Though. Oh, that's yeah, a that's a weakness. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll remember that one. Although we could make a weakness roll and see if uh, you need to come up with something more ridiculously heroic to do, that would be an interesting. Uh... I, we can well, save that one for when we're a little closer. Okay. Right, okay, fair enough. I'm just. Well, I, you know, it, 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 I go ahead and and use Dare Double to kind of get us past the crowd and over the arcades in a very literal manner before he takes his shot. Yeah, actually, I was going to ask you: Are you in your, are you on your motorcycle? And of course. He, and he's in the sidecar. That's why I, I, that's why I, I said to him, "Get in." Hmm. <laughs> Shall I do that? Sure. Okay, I've got Daredevil at thirteen, and I rolled a five. Okay. Now, what exactly are you? Hi, Zeke. I didn't even know you came in here. What are you? What are you doing? Well, basically, I'm finding a way to uh, get past the crowd and jump the the uh, police cordon. Ah. To get 
get past them so that he doesn't have to worry about hitting the innocents. Right. Okay. Um, Well, you made your you made your role. So, uh, are you thinking like doing a huge jump over the heads of the pastors uh, over the heads of the crowd? Well, if, if, if this thing only gets 30 miles an hour, so it's probably not going to go over the heads of the crowd, but I'll definitely, I'll probably make a, a beeline, because there's going to be some, some gap in the in the crowds where, like, vehicles will theoretically go go through, and I'm sure there'll be something I can use as a makeshift, makeshift ramp oh, I'm sure near there, so I can jump jump the, the, like, cordon there, and end up inside the police line. Things will be clear, and he can take a good shot. <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah, and I wouldn't worry too much about taking into account this is science fantasy, so if you wanted to go over the heads oh, of the crowd, right. I wouldn't I would not uh stop you. <laughs> over the heads of of the of 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 the of the like crowd Oh no no no. Crowd parts as I get close to the line, getting out of my way. And like the, the like last few are are they're like huh? What? As the as the bike sails over them and the cordon, there you nice. go. Nice. There you go. Excellent. Okay. Take a yum yum, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Let's move two. Okay. Um. And then and and then uh, Lee wanted to take a shot. Yeah, this works good for me. Yeah. So you're definitely in range now. All right. I rolled an eleven. Okay, uh, the mechanical man rolled a 16, so he did not dodge your shot, which is just as well, because he was surprised anyway. Um, so that's 11, damn. Um, so yeah, your electric bolt, your electric charge causes sparking and all kinds of ugly noises to issue forth, and he falls over. Um, these are pretty big constructs. A a uh, yeah, he he falls over and and uh, hits the ground. Uh, Alice, what are you doing? Taking a, uh, deciding, gonna, uh, deciding. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buzz this guy. I'm gonna buzz. I'm gonna get a good close look and uh, get as close to this dirigible blimp thing flying over and and just shout. I would, uh, I would like a piece of equipment that uh, happens to be in my cockpit that I'm willing to spend one yum yum for, and that's a. A kind of a, bo- a big bottle-sized, gallon-sized bottle of kerosene. Oh, Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> Something I could pop the cork on. Okay. Is that worth, uh, is, is a yum-yum enough for that? Yep, that'll okay. do it. taking myself down to one. Ah, you chump, what kind of a game are you running here, $500,000? There ain't that much money. So, Flying over the top of the blimp and dropping that bottle of kerosene on top of uh, on top of the uh, 
airship uh, as I fly by, trying to get a good close look at it. Oh, hell. Okay. Um, I'm not even sure there's anything needing to roll for that, because it's not exactly a small target that you've got. <laughs> it's pretty damn big. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, that's done. Uh, you did that, and they are concerned. Um The uh, the dirigible tries to get out of your way, but that's basically futile, and they know it, and as do you, because, like I said, it's such a huge, by comparison, target. Uh, now, you didn't light the kerosene. You just poured the kerosene. Yeah, that was the precursor. The subtle move is just to use the handgun to ignite it. <laughs> but, but I can wait. <laughs> I can wait. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, I... You know, hell with it. We're going over the top. Okay. After seeing what just what just happened with the with the uh, with their with the mechanical uh, with the mechanical man who fell who just got shot by Hannibal Lee, um, there is a the 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 other mechanical men shudder to a halt and. Uh, begin. They they start to bend at the waist, and you hear various <laughs> noises. And uh, a third, a third leg like unhinges from their chests. Kind of well, a little bit. Uh, no, no, it wouldn't be. That's never mind. I was going to say a little bit like R2D2, but his leg is retractable. It's not the same thing. Anyway, uh, the the legs. <laughs> Leave me alone. That's all um, right. No, it's funny. I apologize. I wanted to ask: Is did, did, did this? Did, were there four of these to begin with? Or, I forgot. There were five. There are now four. Oh, there were five. Okay, and they're what? One story tall, two stories tall, or something like that. Um. We'll say one story tall. Yeah, they're about yeah. ten feet tall. Plenty big. Give, okay, cool. Give or take. So, actually, no, it'd be about seven feet tall. Okay. Um, Thank yeah. you. And yeah, they 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 rise up a little higher as the third leg hits the ground, and and you notice that they are now on wheels. And they start to roll after your motorcycle. Oh, really? Um, yes, yes, they do. <laughs> and of course, the the the, the uh, a couple of them fire at you with their handguns. Uh, let's see. One of them misses horribly. 
Um, and the bolt hits, oh, what the hell would be around in 1908. I don't know what, um, they don't have street, well, they have to have some kind of traffic control, but it wouldn't be this close to, okay. Um, anybody got any thoughts on this? Because I, I, I don't, it's such an alien, even though it's not alien, it's ours, but it's like, it's, you can't go with any preconceived ideas of what, like, of what there would be it could it could be a the street stand of a harmless scissor sharpener there we go that or a waffle or a waffle stove <laughs> yes you know what that's what it's gonna yeah this the it's there's a fruit vendor there you go standing by who the poor man was gawking at this whole scene and his the bolt slams into his stand and and fries it and he leaps out of the way just as it comes crashing down. Yeah! Uh, the second one who was firing rolled a quirky success. So, uh, wonderful. So, uh, it doesn't, it does hit, but it doesn't it's, do any damage it's per a, se. A, a one. Yeah, because I'm. I'll likely dodge unless I I I I blow this this roll. Any roll to dodge? Yeah, uh, you roll. What do you have? A, like a piloting? What is? Let's see. I'm trying to remember. Uh, body is actually higher than Daredevil. So, or always lands on speed. Or I don't know if always lands on speed would would work for this. That's also a thirteen. My body is actually higher than either of those. Uh, body will be a second chance roll, but I would say ah okay. I would say Daredevil probably Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil would work here. Yeah, Daredevil would work. Okay. <laughs> oh God! Turkey success. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see your good luck and match it with my own. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've never seen that happen. Oh, two, two quirky I'll successes. Keep that. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I dodged, but but his shot has some effect, and my dodge has some effect. That's right. Yay! Uh, God, um, I'm open to suggestions because I got um, the well, shot. Well, tell me what, what his shot does first. I may be able to riff off of that. Okay, uh, his shot. Uh, let's see, it's a bolt, so it's not going to wing off of anything. Um, his shot hits the bike, causing some sparks. It, it, it doesn't hit it hard enough to actually cause any damage, per se, but it does, uh, it does cause some sparks to come winging off of the back of your bike um and let's see it hits a it hits something which is going to start a small fire like um you know what it just it the sparks start a small you know, they 
Um, I'm sorry. Awesome I, temporary smoke screen. Yeah. It, it produces a lot of smoke. There we go. Um, Hannibal, can you take care of that for me, please? Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Uh... <laughs> and uh, how many yummy ones would it take to have a, a small bat in the sidecar? This one. This one? Yeah. Done? I'll be trying to get turned around to make a run at them. And and I was like, and uh, while you're fixing that, you get could you, could you hand me the baseball bat out of the sidecar, please? Uh sure, no problem. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, by the way, once per scene, you can if it's a vehicle-related thing that you're doing, you, you, I can I can use uh, uh, quality as a second chance roll. I yep. I, I I did awesome. Cool. Okay. I'm not going to at this point because, you know, quirky success on quirky well, success. Exactly. That was awesome. No, that was, that was fun. <laughs> uh, do I have time to set up an attack here, too? Uh, yeah. I'm thinking uh, yeah. smoke. Yeah, now, think of the of the scene from Animal House when the Deathmobile first emoji, emerges from <laughs> the smoke, making it to, to make its Run on the uh, on the like bleachers there. <laughs> he's he's um, Atticus Jackson there. One hand on the on the on the controls. One hand with his baseball bat. He has baseball plus one. Making a run at one of these metal men and aiming for the head. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Okay, uh, go ahead and make your roll. Is that a what? What, what am I rolling on, on rolling, this particular one? I would say and we I would say, for one. It, 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 it is. Can I throw in baseball? Oh yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, you can throw in baseball. I was actually going to give you because you're also factoring in. Well, that'll be for damage, but I'm going to add, I think, the baseball bat bonus. No, so Adam West. The bat bonus is, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say that's plus two, but because you're using the the vehicle to gain some, Im some impact, I'm going to make it plus three for damage bonus. Um, let me roll his dodge. Oh, what am I rolling again? Oh, I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry. Gonna be... uh, body, because I can't think of all anything right. else. More so that's a 15 all told, and I rolled crap. 17. Oh, damn. Well, so you are charging the mechanical man with the baseball bat. You swing. He is able to swerve out of the way on his wheels and the bat no I'm not going to do that to you I was going to say the bat goes flying out of your hand from the force of the swing but we're not going to I'm not going to do that it, it wasn't a uh, 20 <laughs> exactly if it was a 20 that would be the bat yeah. 
So that you, would be you the swerve down the lane and you miss. Um, and he actually nearly hits a child who is running back to their mother um, from out of the building. But nearly, not he doesn't. The child is okay. Okay. Um, Lee, have you done anything this? No, not this round. Okay, then it is your turn. And then I'll get to Alice in a second. Okay, I think this is where I need to make a uh, roll versus my uh, uh, weakness. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Ridiculously Heroic is a 16, which means uh, if I make this roll, then I do something Ridiculously Heroic, right? Yep, yep. Or if you don't want to roll, you can just uh, do something ridiculously heroic and get yum-yums for it. Um, oh, if I have that choice, then by all means. <laughs> okay, so this character is, think Chuck Norris in The Rifleman. Chuck <laughs> <laughs> Connors in The Rifleman. But I oh, like the Chuck, idea of Chuck Chuck, Chuck, okay. Chuck, Chuck Connors. Sorry. I, I had the right TV show and the wrong character there for a second. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Chuck Connors, that's who I am. Uh, I'm on Chuck's. Okay, Chuck, yeah. So, get that steely look in my eyes as I walk slowly toward the metal man with my rifle, shooting as I go. So, here's a fire from the hip. Now, see, you're walking, uh, no, and that well, could be Chuck hey, Norris, because he's walking. Well, no. <laughs> oh, this is, Andrews, keep, keep in mind, you were in the, the like sidecar with me, so you can make it even better. Oh, I thought you weren't on the motorcycle anymore. No. No, oh, I'm still on the motorcycle. Oh, he's still on the motorcycle. Oh, you're still Oh, okay. Oh, I'm going to stand up in the motorcycle and shoot. How's that? <laughs> Take it. Okay. You know, I think we can still manage that, especially if we're heading toward them. Okay. Wow. I rolled an 11. Wow. And he rolled... Oh, God. These guys are rolling crappily. He rolled an 18. So... And you rolled an 11 with your plus two damage bonus from your electric rifle. Right. He is down. Tum tumbling to the ground, or actually, he can't really tumble because his... Uh, Falls to the ground, wheels still spinning um, until the, uh, the charge fully kicks in and and he uh, that's not very dramatic but I don't know, I can't picture him exploding from this so. well, was he getting ready to fire something? Breaks out all scattering everywhere there we go, yeah there we go the, it charges, he flies apart oh okay and pieces go flying in every direction uh, I, I guess if I had a much better role, it would be something like the, whatever, whatever he was about to shoot at us gets misdirected and shoots one of his friends. That would be ah. <laughs> but That would be a lucky break. That would be a lucky break, definitely. Yeah. Get in the hang of this. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Alice, you're up. Okay, Alice, um... Alice, uh, that took a good look at oh, the... Oh, pardon me, was that, was that good enough for a yum-yum, or do I have to do something more ridiculous? <laughs> uh, oh, um... No, that's good enough for a yum-yum. Uh, I'm trying to remember if you get one or two for buying, or 
making a weakness happen on its own. Since I don't have the book and don't feel like looking it up, we're going to say, um, go ahead and take two for that. I think it's, I think it's more than one for, for self, to borrow a term from fate for self-compels. Yeah, well, if something happens to the motorcycle, this will be truly ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Adam, what is Alice doing? Uh, Alice is interested. That this is kind of a retro thing. When she took her flyby and, and got a good look at the uh, dirigible or anything, did she see anything that looked like a... a, oh, a I'm, big... Yeah, I never told you what you saw. I'm sorry. Yeah, did she see a dirig uh, speaker of any kind, something that looked like it could have made that uh, announcement or anything? Yes. Okay, yes, good. she does. So this is this is not this is not some news blimp that just happens to be on the scene. <laughs> it's actually nope, nope. It okay, is, it is. There's a big speaker on the uh, mounted on the side of the uh, of the of the thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, these are the bad guys. Uh, so she's convinced herself of that. She's done a swoop around and uh, banked the monoplane to take a charge once again over the top of it. <clears throat> I don't know why she's screaming out, but she's screaming out anyway. Nobody there is going to hear her. Half a million bucks! <laughs> that, that's fine. You want money to burn. I want something else to burn. There's something that'll spark your interest. <laughs> Uh, out with the electric handgun as she's uh, as she's passing over the vehicle to shoot it at the spreading uh, the spreading puddle of kerosene that's okay. into the top of it. I like the I like the banter. So take a yum yum. Thanking you. And uh, go ahead and uh, I would yeah, roll. Go ahead and roll. Wonder if I can I, I I wonder if I can roll pilot or perfect timing. Because I got pilot at 14, perfect timing at 13. If I just roll body, that would be 11. Um, now go with, uh, ooh, perfect timing. You know what? I would go with perfect timing because that is what you're they're, – they're moving and you're wanting to get the best shot off. Yep. Okay, let's see. And – and what is it? Whew, that was close. Uh, no, that was bad. It's a two. Uh, <laughs> it's a two. <laughs> oh my god! And they rolled a three. All right. Well, you know, <laughs> there's there's good in every situation. So you know, they they know I'm armed. They know I can shoot them with electricity, uh, and maybe I've got their attention. Yes, you do have their attention. Um, and they are firing at you with a uh, mounted uh, with a mounted cannon, electro cannon. Bastages. And uh, you probably can dodge out of the way, though. They only rolled a three. I hope I can dodge out of the way. <laughs> That would be pilot. That would be pilot. Pilot is 14. I rolled a 7. Okay, that's better than a 3. So you did dodge out of the way. Okie dokie. Um, 
All right, back on the ground. We have three more mechanical... Mechanical? Captain, we have three more mechanical men. <laughs> and um, they are all converging on this poor motorcycle because you're kicking their ass. So, uh, or whatever 1908 equivalent. Uh, we're going to go ahead. So three of them are firing. They're, uh, yeah, firing. Oh, and one of them rolled a 20. So his shot does. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, backfire. His and uh, the the shot his his one of the other mechanical mechan why do I keep saying mechanical jeez one of the other mechanical men uh, in an effort to avoid the motorcycle swerves into him and is hit by the shot that was meant for said motorcycle. Um, let's see. And it rolled a quirky success. This gets better and better. In his dodge attempt, <laughs> he rolled a quirky success. <laughs> oh, so, wow. So he's toast in a... <laughs> and yet... Um, okay, here's what we're going to do. He is toast. He flies apart. And the pieces, uh, many of the pieces which are... It's almost like caltrops at this point. Because Wait, is that caltrops? Those are the things that... I think that's yep. right. Yeah. yeah. They basically are uh, in your path, um, in the path of the motorcycle. So go ahead and make a, uh, make a, make a motorcycle piloting, or daredevil. Roll. That sounds like daredevil to me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you're going against, this is. Well, the good news is, the, the, the good news is it's not a, a, 20. The bad news is this die is fired. Yeah. I'm going to use that second chance roll from the from the, the uh, cycle now? You can. Go ahead and make a quality roll. You're actually rolling against, because this is kind of like natural universe against you, so you're rolling against 20. Nine. Okay, so you're... Much better than using this die. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, okay, you rolled it. That's your... So you succeeded. You... Yeah. Are rolling against the 20, which is the damage of these caltrops, potentially. So what is the hull points on your motorcycle? Hull points are 10, I think. Yes, uh, I was doing a second chance roll for the, the uh, dodge. So this, this isn't about the damage. Or are they considered to, to, to have, have, have rolled... Yeah, they are considered when when you're dealing with just you know you're right. Let me make another roll. That's not cool. Well, then I the, well, the well 20, then the if, if for... you're doing this the way this is going, if they're doing this is going. There's no way that I cannot lose the motorcycle because if I roll enough to not take up all of, of my hole points, then I don't dodge at all because I'll be exceeding the second chance roll, the uh, ten quality. But you can use yum yums to raise up the number. But no, I'm not going to make. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll. Um, well, because 
I kind of think um, that's a not the the universal hazard is, is when you're rolling against twenty. That's like for fire or or for not fire. That's like for floods or things like that. And this is just this is part of the thing. So I'm just gonna make a body roll on this thing and see what the damage that that'll be what your nine goes against. And if you okay. Okay, and he only rolled a three, so you are able to dodge those no problem. Um, and you look cool doing it. So there you go. Um, okay. okay, so that was the so that was one. Actually, that so now there's two left. Um, one of them already fired because he took the other guy out. So there's only one left firing at the motorcycle, and he rolled a fifteen, which is a failure. So uh, in dodging the caltrop parts you also dodged his shot and now it is you guys's turn to do what you want to do you want to go first this time andros andros uh sure hello uh, hello am i still here you are <laughs> yes okay You're breaking up, though. Sorry, I was doing two conversations at once. Oh, oh, oh okay. You're not breaking up. You were just muted. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so we have miraculously survived intact, more or less, on the motorcycle. Then. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, um, I'm I'm still in martial mode, so I'm still shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's working well for you so far. I mean, good God. You've taken down a three out of five. Even okay. if one was indirectly. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> um, ooh, how about a one? A quirky success. Let's see. And he failed his roll. So, um, uh, is the motorcycle moving quickly at the moment? Yes. Ah. Uh, I'm just wondering if uh, I could do. I. Oh, okay. Let me do a heightened reflexes roll to see if I can do a roll off the motorcycle and come up shooting. Does that sound okay. good? Yeah. Well, you already rolled. Didn't you just roll your... Oh, yeah, I did. I, I did a... a quirky success. Quirky, quirky success. I, okay, so so I actually get the quirky success then. Okay. So we'll, we'll try that. I'll, I'll have um, kind of leapt out of the motorcycle, um, did, a, did a roll to break my fall and come back up and taking a shot took a shot uh and, and you rolled the one with that shot he he failed his dodge roll so i'm gonna say your shot uh how implausible would it be for there to be a tree fairly close to this building do you think i would I say it's, it's there could be it depends if they have sidewalks like in new york where they have trees interspersed along the the street side 
Well, since we have no evidence, this is on this is on Liberty and Broadway, which are pretty major streets. I'm going to say, because we have no one to contradict us, unless someone's got the Wikipedia thing with the photographs, and even then they're they're not from 1908. So who the hell knows? I'm going to say there are trees interspersed because it's more fun that way. Because your shot hits one of the trees and it comes crashing down on top of um, one of the other mechanical. Men, the uh, one that you were shooting at. So your shot didn't hit him, but because it was a quirky success, it did hit the tree, which comes crashing down um, on him and does. Well, okay, it only does two points of. Right, because I don't get my extra damage from that. Right. right. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. Uh, it doesn't do two points of damage. He dodged and got two. That's what that roll was. So it did 18 points of damage to him. He's toast. There isn't anybody inside these things, is there? Uh, not that you know. We would have noticed by now. You would have I noticed think. by now when they when they flew apart. Yes. And no, yes. no, there there is not. Okay. Uh, well, so there's my Geronimo moment. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so take a yum yum because that was that was um a spectacular display. Oh, I've got a great idea for an invention. I gotta tell Tom. <laughs> okay. Oh, you, you got... guys are on a first name basis now. None of yeah. this Mr. Edison crap. Well, when you're when you're uh, Hannibal friggin' Lee, it's yeah. Tom. Well, once he hears this idea, he'll let me call him Tom. I'm sure. <laughs> you, you, you got a egg-shaped metal container pod that a person can fit inside of, right? And this thing can be dropped from high altitude and it'll safely cushion whoever's in it so it'll like plummet to earth from high altitude and crash into a form a crater and then the <laughs> trooper can come out shooting there you, go. you know you could use one of those super guns and shoot it out of the super gun <laughs> yeah yeah that's well, a ticket <laughs> take that off the next staff meeting <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> one more mechanical man, right? Yep, one more. I have this moment where I stop, you know, kind of do the, be like, uh, slide to a, a stop as much as I can with the side with the sidecar on this thing. Look at this thing, eye it carefully, and take off toward it. Pick up into a a wheelie and drive up the front of it if I can. Oh, oh, damn. <laughs> Might as okay. well. Okay, uh, take a yum-yum for the sheer audacity. Um, All right. Okay, he's going to roll to... Not a great roll. Whoa. Bet your ass he's going to roll and dodge. Yeah. Daredevil, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, definitely Daredevil. Hell yes. There's not even a question. Uh. Uh, just a three. Oh! Uh, do you want to modify that with yum-yums? Can I help? I'll spend, the yum, I'll spend the yum-yum that I, I just got for a six. Is that enough? That's just enough, because that's what he rolled, was a six. Um, What's the damage bonus on the recycle? Uh, well, that would almost be a ramming attack, I would say, and 
Ramming is <laughs> that I'm 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 hoping not to. If I spin both my yum yums, that means that I act that I don't have to worry about. Okay, hang on a second. If I know what armor is, I want to know. Hang on, I'm sorry. Okay. Right, did that. Okay. Uh, the damage your motorcycle does is equal to its scale, so unfortunately that's only one. Um, however... Well, half of one is... Okay, so... However, I'm going to... Let's see. Let's make a resistance roll to see if he stays on his feet, because I would say probably not. Um, and his body is 12, and he rolls 6. So, oh, he does manage to stay on his feet, even though you are on... You're climbing up his chest um it unfortunately only does one point of damage to the mechanical man um it um uses its left arm to try to push you off push the motorcycle off of off of it um and it rolls what do i roll for that uh go ahead and it well it doesn't matter it failed it rolled 19 so it didn't do it um tries unsuccessfully to push you off of it and that was its action for the round. So, uh, Alice Templeton. Alice Templeton is extremely pissed off. <laughs> having just been fired upon by this blimp thing. So she's banked around again and is approaching the blimp rapidly from the original direction she was flying towards it, just screaming again. All right, <laughs> you sad sack pencil dicks. <laughs> no more Shirley yeah, Temple. <laughs> she's firing. Uh, uh, she's uh, powering up and, and getting ready to fire uh, the actual uh, weaponry that the monoplane has, rather than her electric handgun. Okay. And she's willing to either ignite the kerosene that's on the top of the blimp or blow the hell, uh, blow the top of the blimp the hell off. Uh, I don't know. What am I rolling against? Uh, hang on. I'm going to. 
Yeah, range attack with the proper words. That's not helpful, guys. I'm going to say... I'm going to say it's part of your piloting. That'll work for me. Good. All right, let's see what happens here. Whee! And... Okay. My piloting is 14. I rolled a 16. Oh! Damn it. <laughs> You're just... She's just... She's crappy aim today. <laughs> well, you can use... Uh, can... You can use Yum Yums to re-roll if you want. Have I got it a... Uh, 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 oh, that's true. I can. Well, I only have two, though. Ah, good, I'm back. He uses his, um, he, he uses... Oh, you uh, can use your quality, quality as a second chance. Thank you, Mark. I forgot about that. You can That's use your, true. Like, I've got uh, an 11 on the Blario 7 monoplane. Or did, or did you already... I'm trying to remember how often... There's a restriction on that as to how often it can be done. I'm, once once per, per round, but his is a vehicle. Right, I was just okay. It is once per round. I was afraid it was once per scene. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, use your use, you roll against your quality of your plane. Let's find out. Please don't be a twenty. <laughs> I rolled a crap. I can't read it. Oh, a four. Hey, a four. Well, that's better than. Okay, so it's lower than eleven. Let's see the quality of the dare roll. Nine. Oops. And be in the right window. And they rolled a seven, so they did not take damage. Um, however, I can't think of a decent excuse for the kerosene thing not to go up. It could have uh, soaked enough into the fabric of the That's... dirigible and evaporated by this time if I had to take two swings <laughs> around. <laughs> well, there is that. Um, if it were fresh, or at least, uh, at least for part of it. So we're going to say for at least part of the the part that you that you shot at. Mm -hmm. That's what that's what happened. Uh, there may still be some because you dumped the whole thing of the kerosene on there. So there may still be some, just not at the part that you that you uh, yeah. shot at, at this particular moment. Uh, okay, so it is going to fire back at you. And it rolled a two. So, a <laughs> so all right. Let's find out what I rolled. I rolled a. I rolled a where? Thirteen. Okay, and your piloting is what? Fourteen. Okay. Oh wow! Wow. Okay, you have no problem dodging. Well, even if it, you have no problem dodging out of this. This the thing isn't even. They're pretty. Flummoxed, apparently, or they're crappy shots. One of the two. Kind of hard to tell. Um, the their 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 uh, bolts. Just it's not even a challenge to dodge this thing. I just scream back over my shoulder. You shoot like a girl. <laughs> so do you. That's the joke, pencil dick. <laughs> All right. Anyway. 
know you could save us all a lot of save yourself a lot of trouble if you just paid us the money. <laughs> she she pulls uh, she opens up one of the uh, flaps of, her, of the pockets on her flight jacket and pulls out a wooden nickel <laughs> and just flings it in the direction of the control cabin, knowing that they'll never get it, see it, or uh, but it made her feel good. There you go. And we cut back to to uh, Jackson and Lee. Let's see, as, as, as I'm clearing the top of this thing, let's see if I can get its head with the bat on my way <laughs> nice. as, I, as I'm clearing the top of this thing. What am I rolling to do? Uh, that would be... Body. Body? Okay, body plus baseball? Yes. Got my bat there. 15. What do I get? What do I get? What do I get? And open this up. Fifteen! Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and it rolled a seventeen, so not only did you get the lucky break, it did not get to dodge at all, so it takes a whopping uh, fifteen plus three, I think I said. Um, uh-huh. Points of, for damage bonus, so that's eighteen. He only had twelve, so... Why don't Damn. you describe the glorious spectacle that is the demise of this final mechanical monstrosity? So, because uh, the thing was the the push, it actually its arm did actually make contact with the cycle just enough that I'm clearing <laughs> over its shoulder. And as it is, this, this picture the slow shot. <laughs> I'm doing this like um, a like polo swing with this bat, catching it under the chin. Head flies off, and there's bolts and screws and stuff flying. I'm sparks coming out of the head. I'm clearing this thing, landing on the other side, skidding to a stop there. The head is rolling down the the street and makes it just to the like cordon line and stops there and like spark, spark, spark. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Take a yum yum. Awesome. Okay, and uh, all right. Well, you guys, you guys are, combat is over. So, well, that depends. Oh, okay. Is That's the, true. Is, is the Zeppelin within range? I'm gonna say yeah. It's in long range, but it's in range, so you might get a little minus on your on your uh, roll just because it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's still hittable, but it's. I'll try for it. You never know. I might be able to ignite the kerosene yeah. if it hasn't already gone. Absolutely. Uh, so go ahead and make your soldier roll. A nine. There you go. And uh, they failed. God, it's rolling a lot of 17s today, which is good for you guys. Um, they failed their dodge roll. So um, the, let's see, damage bonus of plus two. Hopefully yeah. it doesn't crash into the building they were threatening. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. Um, I'm sure there's a scale thing in there, but I'm not going to worry about it because the main objective, you, you do ignite some of the kerosene and uh, the... Oh, the humanity! <laughs> <laughs> it's coming down. 
<laughs> oh, not in the middle of town. <laughs> I was hoping to just scare it off. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm missing, this is, I think there's a lake nearby, isn't there? there, there <laughs> for a yum-yum, there is a lake nearby. Absolutely. Okay. Um, the, there's a lake nearby, and there's a lake. As the thing is crashing uh, and, and crashes into the lake, Splashing water all over the crowd, you do see a small speck uh, um, leaving the craft just before it goes down. Um, actually, I guess you'd be able to. Uh, it's a, uh, and you see, you see a parachute unfurl. Okay, I'm going to stop. Pull out my knife and put a notch on my um, uh, <laughs> the stock. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. Take take a yum yum for the notch because I think that's a cool touch. Um. Okay, and the building is so, in fact, more than ever, it's beginning to shake. Oh. And it's, you hear the sound. Now what? That's up to you guys. It's coming. Uh, Yeah, Alice, what are you doing? You just saw your, your, the dirigible come crashing down thanks to these, uh, Great shooting. <laughs> He'll probably razz you about later, I have a feeling, because they've... You happen to have a whole airplane and all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't speak for Andros playing his character. I just know if I was playing him, I certainly would. <laughs> yeah, Alice right about now is going through her pockets trying to see how much he's got uh, enough to buy. <laughs> To buy drinks for the two of them later on. <laughs> for the rest of the freaking night. <laughs> but there's uh, that parachutist too. Yeah. Um, cons- uh, the, um, being a little bit disgruntled with uh, with uh, the way things have gone, she would like to fly over the area that uh, the, that uh, parachute plumed out. And is two yum two yum yums enough for uh, for this plane for this monoplane to have a, an a, um, patented or patent pending autopilot a la Edison to take it out to sea? Oh, uh, uh, that's pretty advanced, I would think, for this kid. Um, mm. Do you have? Is that all you have, or do you have three? I've got two. You've got two. I've got two yum yums. Since that's all, since that is all you have, I will say that is enough Alrighty. to do that. If you want to do that, all right. She's switching it to autopilot. That'll send it out to sea, and um, okay. And she's gonna jump out of the monoplane and pull the ripcord. He assumes she has a... No, I'm just kidding. You have a parachute. Can make... she really go up without a parachute? I guess, 
I guess pilots. Well, parachutes are actually apparently pretty new because in the example little, uh, example little verb thing where it's a little action scene, mm. the, he makes it sound like like people are watching from below and they see these people with with, and it makes it sound like parachutes are these new wondrous things that no one's ever seen before. So. It makes me wonder. They've hardly seen planes before 1908. Yeah, so so I'm wondering. But you know what? I'm not going to haggle over something that parachute because I think it's cool that you're jumping out of the freaking plane. So, yeah, you have a parachute. Yeah, it's either Um, that or she's just got to go, like, you know, fly back to an airport and. (laughs) Oh, I was thinking. Just moan and mutter to herself the whole time. I was thinking. I was thinking you could do like out of Moonraker and just uh, have her tackle the guy in mid mid uh, flight down and have a have a fight while the while the parachute is doing <laughs> Like I was thinking of of the I had was him flying down and intercepting the parachutist in the plane. That'd be interesting. <laughs> but no, we got we got him. Her, her jumping out with the parachute. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. And the, the the major miracle that's happening in both situations is that uh, a chute is opening and effectively stopping someone's fall in only uh, <laughs> yeah. like 200 feet. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, I forgot about the little tidbit, so that's GM misleap at the wheel. That's but, all right. That's fine. It's whatever. You know, like you said, science fantasy. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, her her move is to uh, uh, set the thing to autopilot, take it out to sea. It's like you couldn't you couldn't hit the broad side of a bar and go <laughs> see if you can hit the ocean. You couldn't hit a blimp. See if you can hit the ocean. <laughs> and she's following um, Mr. Nemesis, whoever it is, or Mrs. Nemesis, whatever, in uh, in her parachute. Okay. In hot um, pursuit. Okay, um, that's your action. He, it is a he, as you could tell from the voice on the speaker. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he's uh, you really have much control. I wouldn't think of where you are going when you're flying down in a parachute. Yeah, I, I wouldn't um, go so far as to say it was one of those uh, California-style pull this <laughs> rope and go in this direction thing. <laughs> yeah. So you're just the two of you are falling essentially right now is what it boils down to. So. Uh, Lee and Jackson, what are you doing at this point? I'm going to pull up next to where he's standing and be like, go catch that guy. Hop in. What about the building? I suspect it has to do with that guy. Okay, let's go get him. Okay, heading toward where the parachute was falling. Okay. Um, okay, you guys make a make a make make a daredevil roll, and he's making a body roll and failing it, so it doesn't I got, matter. I'm five. Okay, you you made your roll. He didn't. I got so, a five. So uh, you guys arrive bef- on his scene before he lands on the scene before he lands. Um, so when he does, 
Alice, I'm not sure. Okay, well, you're, you're landing as well. That's right. Okay, uh, so he lands, or you, you, god dang it, you arrive, uh, he lands, Alice lands shortly thereafter. Um, he immediately takes off running. He cuts the cuts his chute away with with a knife, and takes off running through the uh, the streets of New York. The streets of New York City. I thought it was Philadelphia. Is it Philadelphia or New York? Uh, New York. Oh, okay. Okay, can you get alongside of him with a motorcycle? Sure, Alice, hop on. I'll this, give us cool. This she does. Okay, alright. And this is very little, uh, really any point in rolling. He's not going to outrun a motorbike that can go like three miles an hour or even miles an hour. Uh, so you catch up with him. He, um, as you're catching up to him, he has one of those electro derringers, fires it. Bastard. Blows his roll, so he fires in vain, misses, and you uh, you are caught up to him. Okay, well I happen to have one of those electro derringers also. Yes, you do. Gosh, I wonder if there's any point threatening him first. Okay, yeah, stop or I'll fire. And he does not. Okay. I rolled a nine. And he rolled a one. So, um, <laughs> he takes ten damage, which is, happens, happens to be what his body was anyway. So, uh, what his health was. Um, and so he, yeah, he falls stunned. To the uh, to the ground. Good. We flop him over across the um, sidecar and head back for the building. <laughs> okay. Uh, you get to the building and it's still it's still shaking. Um, the w- windows are shattering from the um, and make a every. Well, let's see. Yeah, we are running out of... Everybody make a brains roll. If you have any kind of perception... I didn't. ...skill. I rolled a one. I rolled a... Where is it? I rolled a 12. Okay, and I'm assuming that's a success. Uh, My brain... is 13. (laughs) Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Uh, Mark? I failed. I rolled like a 15. My brain is 10. All right, so Alice notices there's some... There's a weird contraption bolted onto the side of the building. And it looks like some kind of an oscillator device. 
an oscillating overthruster? Uh, an overthruster. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> is it a halfway up? Banzai ah, reference. I didn't see that movie. I had not seen it. I I know I would. It sounds like I would love it, and I just haven't seen it yet. Is is it uh, halfway up the side of the building, or like uh, down towards the first floor, down by the base, or is, is it within reach of? Um, it is down by the base of the building. Okay. And so yes, it is. It is within your reach. Uh, getting does does pose some hazard because there is debris that is falling from the building as it's. I mean, it's really starting to shake pretty intensely at this point. Uh, if there's if there's anything like uh um. If there's anything like uh, open machinery on this thing, if, if it's an encased, armored thing that's totally uh, uh, protected from the outside, then uh, then I, I want to shoot a weapon at it. But if it's got any openings in it, then I just want to start. I just want to start pouring dirt into the thing. <laughs> dirt, bricks, rock, whatever debris there is. Uh, throw throw a little monkey in the wrench. Oh, uh, let's see. <laughs> One to one ten, to it is, is armored, and one to twenty, it is not. It is armored. So I'm going to roll on an electric handgun then and take a shot at the sucker. Okay. I didn't roll very far, but I rolled a six. Okay, and the damage bonus is plus two. That's okay. Um. You do hear some rather, it definitely did something to it. It's not quite, it's still working, but it's making some strange whirring noises. I guess we ought to have a shot at it too, huh? Sounds like a good plan. I rolled 11. Why this face is rolling a lot of 11 today. And that, uh, that does it. It, uh, it uh, you shoot it, and it actually blows. Your shot causes it to blow off of the building, and it hits the ground. The building stops shaking, uh, and there and there it sits. A cheer goes up from the crowd. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <clears throat> yeah. Yay! <clears throat> and go, go ahead and everybody make another brains roll. Oh, so I made mine. Uh, twelve, and my brain is thirteen. Oh wow. <laughs> My brain is 13, I rolled an 18. I went off to Guam for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as it is falling, um, Hannibal Lee notices as it's slipping end over end, he just happens to notice on the back, the part that was bolted to the building, the back of it 
uh, part of it's covered by a of of, of a stone that's still attached, but you can just make out a stylized lightning bolt with the letters NT. Oh. <laughs> That's just low. <laughs> I wonder, did he have a hand in this, or is his stuff being misappropriated? Or well, is he that... draped over the motorcycle at the moment? No, I will tell you, he's not draped. You would have recognized this. Yeah, he's... So. Yeah, he's not draped over the uh, right. motorcycle. But those are questions which will have to be answered in a future installment of Edison Force, because we this. are out of time. I like this game. <laughs> I... <laughs> wow. Alice. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed that the that the guy parachuting down was was going to have some kind of little device or something on him, so that's why I we went after that. Oh, did you search him? I see. Well, no, wait, nobody said anything about around searching the guy because you would have found a little device on him, but nobody said that. You just went right back to the building, <laughs> <laughs> which which is fine because this way it made it easier to do the dramatic reveal. Actually, it's funny. I had a completely different idea for an adventure, and then I was watching a Mythbusters marathon last night, <laughs> and they they happened to be trying to apparently later in in his later life, uh, Tesla had claimed that he had been able to uh, nearly uh, collapse. I think it was his lab that he had bolted this earthquake, this pocket earthquake mm -hmm. machine, and so I of course don't know what the thing like so i may have complete grossly misrepresented it but uh you know when you're gming that's i mean hell we have motorcycles climbing up mechanical men so yeah <laughs> but uh all it had to do was achieve the right resonance yep and that's why it was still shaking even after the guy wasn't um wasn't affecting it i wasn't doing anything yeah and uh so I like this game a lot. I just I wish I was more. I'm gonna have to read some like Tom Swift novels and stuff just to get an idea of what uh, what things are like in 1908. As far as like, it's amazing how many assumptions you can't make. Like if we were doing this in a modern time, I could have full running around and fire engines and all this kind of crap. No, cars haven't even really gotten. I mean, Model T hasn't even been invented yet. So. I mean, it is, it's on way, but it's still in the planning stages, apparently, in 1908. So while Edison Force does have cars, um, it's not like they're in common usage at all at this point. So you can't have something, okay, there's horses and buggies and stuff, but are they just, when you go to work, do they just hitch their buggy? Is there like a, quote, parking lot, quote, outside of buildings where you, where you hitch your buggies to the, I mean, how the hell? So that, that's stuff I'm like, I don't know how this is a challenge for me, and I, I tried to minimize it as much as I could, but there were times, that's why I was like, ah, oh, guys, I got nothing. I just don't know. I'm not, 
So uh, I hope that It's a tough didn't... transitional period because, uh, yeah, there were horses and buggies and, uh, and streetcars uh, prevalent in, in 1908, but, and, and you had the classic street cleaner. Uh, I think uh, there, uh, there's at least one silent film where Charlie Chaplin plays a street cleaner, and those guys' job was to pick up horse crap yeah. Primarily. Yeah, I mean, and, I picture it like, I mean, that's right, it's like time. Main Street at Disneyland. You've got the guy, you've got the people, who the horse-drawn streetcars. I didn't even think about that. So that's probably how most people got to work. They got in there, they, they just took the streetcar or something. Um, but, I mean, it's just little things like that where it's such a different, I'm going to have a similar problem, although to a lesser degree, when I run uh, Hobomancer at some point. But I'm more familiar with the 30s when that, when that takes place, so it's not going to be quite as drastic. But one of the reasons I wanted to run this for a long time and I didn't because I thought, how am I going to finally I just said, screw it. You know what? I'll, I'll enlist help like I did in sex lies and ultra spies if I need it. Cause I'm not going to let my, my, uh, lack of, it's not even a lack of vision. It's just a lack of knowledge more than anything else. Being a cool game. So yeah, the, weird, um, the weird part is that, that, that around the same time, I mean, turn of the century from the 1800s into the 1900s, um, um, and just prior to World War II, they had already started figuring out quantum physics wow. ma mathematically. And, yep. and yeah, so it's kind of like the, there was very uneven progress uh, across the board in terms of technology and uh, and society. You had, you had Europe like just itching for everybody was itching for a fight with each other. Yeah, because they were they were on the they were coming off the uh, cusp of. Just cultural rivalries that had been stewing uh, across some very small borders, you know, very small countries, and 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 at the same time, you had uh, international science still progressing in leaps and bounds. It was a weird time. Yeah, yeah, indeed. I do have one trivia note. I I, I mentioned at, at the at the top of the show that uh, that Edison had been in Louisville for a time. It was while it was during his his career as a telegraph operator, and I, I I looked it up on Wikipedia here. In 1866, at the age of 19, Edison moved to Louisville, Kentucky, where, as an employee of Western Union, he worked for the Associated Press Bureau Newswire. Edison requested the night shift, which allowed him plenty of time to spend at two, his two favorite pastimes: reading and experimenting. Actually, the latter preoccupation cost him his job. One night in 1866. Seven, he was working a lead-acid battery when he spilled sulfuric acid onto the, the uh, floor. And in be be between the floorboards and onto his boss's desk below, and he was fired the next morning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Tommy, uh, don't be so doing yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. He wouldn't have had a problem getting a job as a telegraph operator. He... Uh, from the age of, I don't remember, nine or ten or something like that, he had a best friend that he used to communicate with from one house to the other uh, using Morse code. So he had had, like, more experience in, in telegraphy and Morse code than a lot of the people that were doing it professionally at the time. He walked into one office, and he was dressed like a bum. I mean, he he had no money. He was, he was dressed uh, like a kid fresh off the farm. 
and the two telegraph applying. I'm applying for the job of telegraph operator, and the two operators that are in there are going, "Oh, you got to be kidding me!" So they sent a message off to their friend in Cleveland or something, saying, uh, "We got a bumpkin here that thinks he can do telegraph operator. Uh, why don't you just send him some stuff, and we'll see how he does." And of course, they sent it to their, you know, their uh, hot, hot signaler, the guy that was really, really fast. And uh, Edison sits down at the thing, and and he's he's taking the message, he's taking the message, he's listening, and then he finally he sends a break signal, and he, and he says, um, "Can you pick it up? Um, you're putting me to sleep here." Because <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah, yeah, it was it was cool. He he, he was one of those uh, he was one of those prodigy kids. He, he he got a job. He made himself a job on a train because he was an assistant conductor. And he set himself up a printing press at the back of the caboose of the train. And he would print these newsletters to, and, and sell them to the people on the train. And they didn't buy them because they had anything worth reading. They bought them because they had so many damn typos and misspellings and bad grammar that they would go over the thing and laugh themselves sick <laughs> <laughs> over how bad this newspaper was that this kid was printing at the back of the train. And he made himself, made himself a reasonable amount of money. Huh. Fun character, fun character. Yeah, yeah. This this was this is cool. I like this Edison Force. Yeah, it's very uh, it it's uh, an it's 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 swashbuckly. Yes, with uh, with a dash of a uh, um that that uh that magical lightning that goes with a new discovery. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like Spirit of the Century ten years earlier. A lot, yeah, a lot like mm-hmm. it. Thank you. Thank you very much, Blind Geek. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you yes. for giving me the opportunity. It was fun. <laughs> My dice. And we have a bit of a cliffhanger in case we revisit this again. And Sure. Wanna, you can make your awesome. own. Awesome. Make, sure. make your own characters if you, if you have a mind. Something uh, more. Well, we haven't mentioned actually all the way up until this point, and I know it's the, like the end of the evening and 20 after 10, but folks, you may have noticed that Nikki isn't here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> didn't actually address that. Uh, she she was unable to make uh, uh, tonight's game session uh, because uh, she's doing props work on a movie, and I don't know uh, I don't know actually what the movie is. But you know, getting getting props work, uh, uh, getting film work of any kind is always a great thing. Um, her her primary experience, uh, along with mine, is is uh, theatrical on stage, but. Hey, films last a lot longer, and if you get your name in the credits, that's even better. So, I don't know what the film is, I don't know who Indeed. the director is, I don't know what the studio is, but that's why she couldn't make it tonight. So, very good reason, the kind of reason we yeah. like. So that's cool, and uh, and and there we are. I just wanted to mention that too. Wow. Okay. Um, um, two weeks from tonight, if we can make it. Let's see. What do we got? That's the nineteenth. Yes, it is. I hope that's not the 19th. That's No, wait, is that the 19th? Two weeks from tonight is the uh, yeah. 19th. Okay, right. That's Okay, yeah, that, that, that does sound right. Okay, two weeks, yeah, the 19th, yay. Okie dokie. Very cool. All right, folks. Thanks again, Blind Geek. Thanks, everybody. And uh, get some sleep and stay cool because it's warming up out there. All right. Take care. Yes, we do. We'll see you then. See you Thanks. later. Take care, everyone.